Hey, good day. Thank you for dropping by Kingdom Conversations. I hope you're having a blessed day, a good day, an effective day. Uh, I'm here with an amazing, amazing woman, an incredible leader in the body of Christ. You've seen her all across social media. Um, she is a remarkable, remarkable leader. When I think of Proverbs 31, um, that talks about the multifaceted leadership that rests upon an anointed woman of God, I think of Pastor Judy Shaw. She is the leader of Judy Shaw Ministries. Uh, you find her all across social media at I Am Judy. So look up I Am Judy. But she speaks in front of corporations. She speaks in front of universities. She speaks in front of churches. And she has a way of bringing the power of the gospel into everyday life situations that is relevant and powerful and purposeful. And Pastor Judy Shaw, we are so glad to have you drop by today. Good to be here how, with you. How always. are you? I'm good. I'm you, good. You look fabulous as always. Oh, you're so gracious. <laughs> <laughs> so kind. Now, you um, have roots in Western New York. I do. Yeah, yeah, your family is one of the just most respected families. Your, your parents were in ministry, your sister, your, your brothers. Um, talk a little bit about just your upbringing and, and, and that background. Yes, we hailed from uh, Texas. And my dad got an appointment here uh, at the Mother Church in Western New York. And so I was raised, I was not born here, but I was raised here. So mm -hmm. he came up when I was a baby in 1953. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, my schooling uh, here, Lafayette High School and mm -hmm. then the University of Buffalo, and then went to Houghton mm -hmm. uh, for a while. Um, and cut my teeth here, um, mm -hmm. both uh, in, the, in the church, in helping my dad plant churches, mm -hmm. uh, Buffalo, Lackawanna, and Lockport, and different places. Right. So my family's here, and my friends are here, and you're here. <laughs> <laughs> we like it that you're back yeah. here regularly. And it's always good to come here. You know, Bishop has been one of my favorites, so it's always good to come back to the tab. Great mm -hmm. place, great place. Well, we're thrilled to have you. And um, But your ministry as you grew just brought you into so many different contexts. Yes. I mean, fast forwarding for many, many years, you were in Sioux Falls, Falls North Dakota. South Dakota. South Dakota. <laughs> South Dakota. Right. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Yes. Pretty far from Buffalo. Yeah. But you planted an incredible church there. Yes. Uh, really, I think of it less as a church and more of really as an, an embassy for the kingdom of God mm -hmm. because it, it touched the whole region yes. in so many ways. You pastored there for many years and then you passed that to one of your spiritual sons, yes. Pastor Joshua Duncan, yes. who I had the privilege of bringing to Israel with me on one of our pastor's trips. Um, what was it like being a woman pioneering a church in, in the Midwest. In the Midwest. I mean, this is not, you know, it's not New York, California. You're breaking a lot of barriers there. Right. You know, a lot of people ask me, were you, uh, were you running from the pastorate when you went to South Dakota? How did you get there? And uh, the first thing I said, no, I wasn't running because I never even thought or knew that I would be a pastor. I always wanted to do uh, mission work and I always was uh, they were helping my dad uh, in the background, getting set up and playing the piano, teaching Sunday school and helping him organize churches. But it never was in my consciousness to be a pastor. But I did agree to go out to South Dakota. And that wasn't because he asked me either, Bishop. The Lord spoke to me on three, several, three different occasions. And when I uh, presented this to him, he said, 
I don't think you want to do that. I've sent two out there, two men out there, and they came back. This is your dad. It's my dad, you. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm sure about this call. Mm. And then finally he said, well, if God sent his son, I can send my daughter. Wow. That was his words. Real? Oh, yeah. say that again. If God could send his son, I can send my daughter. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's powerful. <laughs> and, uh, and I forged out by faith and uh, started um, the work out there, founded the work out there, because he was the bishop in Kojic mm-hmm. over that region, over that territory, over South Dakota, and um, promised that I would pioneer uh, the church and get it started, get it to a, about 100, 120, and send the pastor out there so I can finish my evangelistic tour and work. Right. And, and that uh, happened. We got it up there just like I said. And uh, he did try to send someone, but they went back and just said there is no TV ministry out here in the wilderness. Kind of like Lot and Abraham. <laughs> Sorry, Uncle A, but I got to go. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, I I decided to just um, stay there until we, we get somebody. And then while I was there, I had one of the great uh, uh, friends of mine from um, Benton Harbor, and Ron Rayon, he came, Apostle Ron Rayon came. He was going to the Assembly Church there um, in South Dakota, and he came by our church by invitation of me, and uh, he prophesied over me and laid hands on me, and and, and he said, you're now going to take your rightful place. And I uh, just kind of put it in the back of my mind because I was not interested in pastoring. First of all, to answer your question, why would the Lord use me in uh, coming from uh, the culture that I am right. into a different culture? Mm-hmm. Uh, me being a minority, not only a woman, but black and single. Mm-hmm. So why not a family, a man, a wife, and mm-hmm. a children? This is what I told the Lord. I said, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. You know, I, not that I wouldn't, you know, want to do your will, but I think there's a better fit someplace yeah. else. We'll, we'll obey the Lord after we argue with him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when he uh, when he prayed for me and I just, I didn't fall out, but I did fall to my knees. And when he laid hands on me, I felt a heavy, I felt like uh, uh, some liquid uh, steel or cement was being poured wow. over me. Wow. And and I couldn't move. And he said, you're going to take your rightful place. It was now. a true impartation. It was a moment. true impartation. Yeah. And that's when I said yes to being a pastor. And I, I refrained from using the word pastor. And I said, well, I'll, be, I'll do pastoral care. I'll, I'll shepherd because I was still saying, I'll do this until somebody comes. So how was it in South Dakota leaving New York, Buffalo, New York, as a black woman, a single um uh, going into that community, uh, it was not easy. Mm-hmm. It was not easy, uh, but I knew I was called, and so that was all that mattered. Uh, I looked down the street one day as I was getting ready to um, uh, get the church that we needed. Well, it wasn't a church, it was a hotel. And I didn't know anyone there but one lady, and she used to be a member of Dad's church when he had it. And I wondered, how am I going to do this, Lord? And he spoke these words to me, no glory, no glamour, just God. Wow. He said, because I said, there's no glory in this. Mm-hmm. And there's, they don't know who I am. They don't, know anything, they don't know anything about church of God in Christ. Right, right, right. You know, so I'm like, where do I start? And he said, no glory, no glamour, just God. Wow. And then he told me, he said, just plant. Mm-hmm. And I realized why he told me that. Because if I were to look back to see the harvest, 
I would have got discouraged. Mm -hmm. And so I never looked back. I just planted. I just planted. I just planted. I just planted. Mm -hmm. I just worked. I just worked. And uh, the Lord blessed us to do that for, I was uh, pastoring uh, over the work and then finally pastoring in 1996. Uh, and out of that, uh, birthed four churches, uh, one in Sioux City, Iowa, the Lord uh, allowed us to purchase a church building, a Je Jehovah Witness building. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, there's a church there, New Life, and then we planted New Life um, Russian church, Ukrainian church that now is an American church that uh, came from out of us. And they're just doing just great there in our old building. And then uh, we planted the church on the reservation and we just planted and gave it over to those to take it over. Incredible. So it was a, a fun trip. It was good. It How many years total were you there? 34 years. 34 years. Yeah. Uh, but she said she'd go out for a year. <laughs> you know, the Bible says we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb, by the word of our testimony. And I don't know who you are and why you've dropped by or how you've dropped by today, but you're hearing a testimony from Pastor Judy Shaw um, of running after the call of God yeah. on your life, running after purpose, running after destiny. I mean, uh, Pastor Judy is an educated woman. She's articulate. She's got a incredible work ethic. She could have found her way into any kind of corporate setting and had a traditional, normal, successful life. But there was this word of the Lord over her and she was engaging and wrestling with the word of the Lord. And maybe you have a word of the Lord over mm. your life, a sense of destiny, a sense of prophecy. And you say, God, how's this ever gonna come to pass? How is this ever gonna come true? Um, we need a lot more people who are willing to not wrestle for prophecies that'll come to pass in 34 days, wow. but those that are gonna wrestle for 34 That's months good. or 34 years, That's good. That's uh, good. those will wrestle for a long-term word. You said a few things in this incredible journey. You talked about the fact that on three separate occasions, mm -hmm. you, the Lord spoke to you. Yes. You know, your dad is saying, no, 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 yes. but you, you had three separate encounters. Mm -hmm. And then you talked about um, the apostle who came in and had this clear prophetic word mm -hmm. and there was the descending of that kind of that steel you know yes. it's probably the armor of god yeah. that you needed wow. for that you know for that season talk to us for a moment about discerning the word of god in our lives mm -hmm. how do we know when something's our mind our idea mm. versus uh, one of those impressions that we get and we're like you know what i think this is the word of the lord mm -hmm. because i think for a lot of us we want to be led by the voice of God. Right. We want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Um, I think some of us are scared that we're going to get led by our own emotions, mm -hmm. our own thoughts. And some of us maybe um, don't give enough time to just be still mm -hmm. and, and listen. So mm -hmm. over the years, how? what are some ways that you've cultivated knowing that you're hearing God's voice? What does God's voice feel and yeah, sound yeah, like to you? Yeah. And of course, as you know, uh, it's not an overnight thing, right. but I set out to uh, hear God speak to me. And I knew the only way to accomplish that was to give him that time, give him that intimate time, that special time. And so uh, when everybody else from my church, when I was young, they were going playing bowling, going to the parties and having a good time. I just said, take the car because I had a desire. Mm -hmm. And I had a longing to do God's will. I remember asking my dad uh, as we were reading the Bible in Bible study one day, I said, 
can can I do this? Can I can I really you know heal the sick and raise the dead? Wow. I said, is this true today? He says, if you pay the price, if you pay the price, you can. From that day on, I set out, and I understood I needed a prayer life. I needed a life of fasting and prayer. That's what I was taught. Mm -hmm. That this you get this by really you know denying yourself yep. and consecrating yourself and at that time the term was get sold out for Jesus yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know and so I set that course because that was my intention that was my desire and that was my will mm -hmm. I was raised in church all my life mm -hmm. I saw the good the bad and the ugly mm -hmm. and uh, I saw the wonderful works of God I saw the 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 miracles I and I saw the church life I saw the um, inside the church life outside the church life but I wanted to do it God's way. Mm -hmm. And so I made a decision that if I do this, I'm going to do it right. Mm -hmm. And that was my intention. And that's what I began to do. And I began to uh, position myself. Uh, I would I put myself on a schedule. I disciplined myself. Mm -hmm. And every single morning at 5 o'clock, my alarm went off. It was 4 o'clock at that time. It's 5 o'clock now. <laughs> but it's 4 o'clock back then. And I made that time with God in my devotion and prayer until I became uh, aware of his unctions and how he yes. used me. And so sometimes uh, I, when I got it wrong, I said, okay, when I feel, when I feel bad, that's not God. Right. <laughs> and when I got it right, I said, okay, that's, that's it. That's it. That's Come the way. On. Yes. Yeah. And so when I begin to, that, that is so, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but mm -hmm. that is so, I, I get what you're saying mm -hmm. because the Bible says, test the spirits, yes. you know, walk in discernment. And so every impression you get, every thought, it's like, okay, well, let me weigh that for a minute. Right. Where's that thought coming from? Uh, is that rooted in fear? Yeah. Is that rooted in faith? Yeah. You know, where, where is that come? And, and you really can learn to navigate yeah. your soul. You really can learn to navigate and to go on that pathway of this. And for me, and I'm sure you've had this experience. Um, it's not the only way I know I've heard God, but many times when I hear God, it's like this thought will come in and I could not have that. Like it right, is from, right, right, yeah, right, I'm right. like, why well, don't even know where that is from. Right. I had, I had a situation not long ago where this was a recent one, um, where I woke up, out of, I'd had this very clear dream and I woke up out of the dream and I saw these letters of, um, a Greek word. Oh. Now, I've studied some Hebrew. Right. I haven't studied five minutes of Greek. <laughs> and I look up this Greek word, and it is precisely the word of the Lord to me in that point. I, and I, there's nowhere that that was yeah. from, yeah. you know, so God will give that revelation. But you just said something you said, you get up early. And I think that verse, early will I seek, I seek you. It. Yeah. There mm -hmm. is something about that time, those early. The Bible says that... Um, he instructs my heart yes. in, the in the night hours. God is speaking to you at night. He's bringing songs of deliverance to you at night. But if you just are automatically rushing into your day without at least a few minutes mm -hmm. of saying, "Okay, God, what, what have you been? What have you been saying during the mm -hmm. night? What have mm -hmm. what have you been downloading? Right. What have you been cleansing me from? What have you been setting me up for?" So these are important principles. Right, and and on that same note. When you miss it because you haven't done right. it, it sends you back in a hurry to get back to that, mm -hmm. you know, because you know that that's your compass, that's your gauge, and that what sets the tone for the day. And so that really, that discipline really 
uh, kept me on the path of pursuing God and mm-hmm. uh, uh, wanting to be that kind of, of, of kingdom person. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing was, I was always able to um, talk to my dad. Mm-hmm. Sure. About, you know, I was very inquisitive and I, w- I would always be able to say, well, how do you hear God? My dad knew the art of meditation. Mm-hmm. He taught me meditation. And wow. I know people had a problem with that, but firsthand, he never called it that. But uh, later on in life, he said, Judy, I'm, I, I meditate all the time. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's what you're doing when you're still in your... He said, I'm hearing God. I, I hear God. I'm ta- I can hear God while I'm talking to you. Beautiful. So he taught me the art of hearing God <laughs> and being in that place. And I say, when you know, when you know you're in that zone and you mm-hmm. position yourself, then I know what I hear is going to be true. It's going to be right because I'm in that space. Mm-hmm. I'm in that God zone. And so I begin to act on it without questioning it. Mm-hmm. And so to me, as, as I, if I can get to that secret place, mm-hmm. if I can get to that zone, then I know what I hear, I'm going to act on it. I love it. That's yeah. powerful. We're talking with Pastor Judy Shaw, and um, she is a gift to our world, to our generation, to the body of Christ. You can find her on social media at I am Judy Shaw. Uh, she speaks in conferences, churches, to corporate events, um, uh, does uh, life coaching for whole organizations and for executives uh, in powerful ways all across America and around the world. We only have a couple minutes left. After 34 years in uh, Sioux City. Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. Yes. <laughs> in Sioux Falls. Wasn't something else a city? Uh, Did you plant a church in something? Yes, Sioux City. Sioux City. You're close. You're confusing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After 34 years there, and it was one of the most beautiful things because I, I saw this from a distance. You raised up an amazing spiritual son. Yeah. Pastor Joshua Duncan is yeah. solid Cream as of the, the day is yes. long. I mean, just, yes. he's a gift from God. Yes. And raised under you, your tutelage and you placed him in there. And then you transitioned to San Diego. You're yes. basing now in San Diego. And I guess my final question for you today is, um, as you survey this season of your life, you're mm-hmm. now in this season of fruitfulness, mm-hmm. um, What's what's the core message to the body of Christ? I mean, what what do we say to the church in America? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we? We're obviously in totally different times yeah. than any of us have ever understood yeah. before. So, how are you positioning your heart, your life, your ministry right. in this season? I'm understanding more, and I won't say I'm understanding more than I I knew, but I'm understanding more about the ways of God, the transitions of God, and the times, the changes of God. And I'm saying uh, to myself, what is God saying now? What is God doing now? And I'm open. I think one of the key things to understanding God is to be open. Mm -hmm. It's to stay open and to uh, be open to more than where you are. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I always say you're your denomination doesn't tell me who you are, tell me where you've stopped. You wow. know? And and if you just say, I'm just this and I'm no more, that means you don't you don't understand more. You don't understand more revelation, more from glory to glory, from revelation to revelation, and so on. And so I I begin to understand more about who God was in me. Um, case in point, I am Judy Shaw. Let me tell you how I got that. God's my dad taught us, God's universal title was I am. Right that I am. 
That's his universal title. I am bread, I'm water, I'm, a, I'm a, whatever you need me to be and whoever you need me to be. And so he talked about the great I am. And I was on a virtual, right as I was doing my relaunch, um, uh, not a call, but Zoom with uh, international with 14 different countries. And I was the only one from America. And uh, I said, Lord, what do you want to say to these to this to this world? What do you want me to say tonight? This is they gave me the big night, the Friday night. I said, what am I going to say? And I felt a little insignificant, you know, and uh, so those words came to me. I am that I am. And so I said, Lord, well, who are you tonight? Mm. Bishop, do you want to hear what he told me? Mm. He says, tonight, I am Judy Shaw. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Come on. He says, I am Come on. Judy Shaw. Mm -hmm. And they will hear you. Mm. But when he said it, it was like God embodied. I understood that revelation that, yes, mm -hmm. when I speak, he speaks. Yeah. And, 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 and what I deliver is from him. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Christ in you. Christ in the me, the hope of glory. Mm -hmm. So what did that do to me? It, it's, it, it, it sent me away. Wow. And I, from that moment on, a different person. And mm -hmm. I understand that in this time, we have to understand who we are mm -hmm. and the power that we carry and the glory that we carry, that we... Uh, can make the change in the world that needs to be made in the kingdom. I, I could not, first of all, that's amazing. And I could not agree with you more. I think one of the things that we have to wrestle through is, um, you know, Paul said, you'll know the fellowship of his suffering so that you'll know, so that you know. the fellowship, of, you know, you'll, yeah. you'll be with him in his resurrection. Right, right, right. And we have got to be able to learn to walk in both. Yeah. Um, and when you just walk in one without the other, mm -hmm. either side is going to go mm -hmm. into a bad direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, that is very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. And that revelation, that would be a whole other program, but that revelation of God, I am that I am. Yeah. Uh, you know, I keep telling people, God is not a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God's not even Jewish, yeah, right? That's right. He is, he is the sum total oh. of all. He is... You know, he yeah. is, he is. Yeah. He yeah. is. He is. Yeah. And he um, is. when you can begin to walk in that and embrace that and then interact with that. Yeah. Uh, and this is where sometimes, Pastor Judy, I feel like some of those outside the church are even getting ahead of us in terms of, I'm going to manifest this thing in my life because they're speaking it, they're seeing it's, it, they're using it. biblical that, principles. I'm, listen, they have made themselves aware and they are living in a new level of yeah. consciousness. Mm -hmm. They're living up here, and yep. we're still talking down here. But they, they're, they're saying, I am the light. Yep. They're saying that I, I want to be that pure light. Mm -hmm. And they're understanding not the religious. I am the head and not I'm, the tail. Yeah. I'm blessed and not cursed. And right. they're stepping into that. They're stepping into yeah. it. And, and you're absolutely right. And I think that's why you're finding so much effectiveness in the marketplace now. Mm -hmm. Because they're opening and they're open. And then there are those that are in the marketplace that didn't come out of Christendom, didn't mm -hmm. come out of our churches. Mm -hmm. But, you know, California is real yeah. with the spirituality. And right. everybody says new age. And they say, why are you going out to that place? It's so new age. I said, that's why. Yeah. 
they're open. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm spiritual and they're ready for me. Right. I said, but then when I get in, yes. <laughs> we're going to go further. And I've seen that. I love it. Yeah. Love you it. are so right. Mm -hmm. I just I just hope and pray that in these last days, Paul says the climax of the ages, that, that we would be more God conscious. Yes. And that we would understand our, uh, that whole identity thing of who we are in the earth, mm -hmm. you know, and really not just talk it, but to let that be demonstrated out of our lives. Mm -hmm. Let that be the evidence of who we are. In Him we live, yeah, we move, yeah. we have our yeah. being. Come on, wake I up, am. wake up. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk to this amazing woman all day long. She is a fountain of wisdom and joy and life and inspiration. I want you to follow her, I want you to get a hold of her uh, teaching material and uh, invite her to your church, your conference, your workplace. Uh, get in touch with her and follow her. We're so glad to see you here, Good to be here. today and uh, looking forward to all that God's going to do in your life yes. as you continue to see the great I am yes. manifested in and through your life. Thanks for dropping by. Man.